Okay, so Susan, how old are your girls? You have two girls. 18 and 13. 18 and 13. Okay, neither one are disciples, right? My 18-year-old has been in
I always felt like um, I would take care of me. I'm aware uh, I got that. And I really had to trust in God. And I really felt like, uh, you know, I didn't know how, you know. Uh, uh, but I just had the faith that trust uh, that God would take care of me. Um, you know, honestly, was the hardest part from that for me emotionally was was not so much I mean losing my wife, but just emotionally what was it was just the two boys. Really, that's you know just sharing emotionally. That's what was hard for me myself. I figured you know I can you know tough it out. But you know I think about you know especially Sean. I mean, that was that was you know through that time that was what was really hard emotionally for me. But again. You know, I just I'm, I can't trust God. You know, God's in control. So many verses that talk about trusting God. And I wanted to share uh, Psalm 62. Really, the whole psalm is awesome, but I'm just going to read a few verses. Psalm 62, you know, it says, I will just read 5 to 8. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. Who comes from Him? He alone is my rock for my salvation. With my fortress, I will not be shaken. Patient and my honor depend on God. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts to Him. For God, no, verse 8 says, trust in Him at all times. Good times and bad times. You know, we've always got to trust in God. And I felt like, uh, again, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what the future was. And yeah, my life is different, obviously, you know. Uh, but I really tried to still put God first, you know. Uh, as much we were leaders at the time, I, I wasn't about But... Um, one thing that was really helpful was just the church, other couple in the church that were, and I thought that, you know, I, I thought one of the ways that God took care of me as I look back was the people that really, you know, I, I think I trusted in God and other people. I know sometimes with a hard time, you know, Satan can try to tempt you to, to connect yourself, to pull away from your relationships, to pull away from the church. You know, really God's plan is that's when you need to be even more in heaven. <laughs> need to be more with the church because that is what God is going to use. That was really true for me. Uh, you know, the church did child care, so she took care of me. Oh, many things like that. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was, I had so much support. Uh, and I think the lesson for me is that's one of the ways that I really, you know, I, I never really struggled, you know, to be honest with you, with really being one time I thought, you know, why is this happening to me? And I think really what what I had, what I learned to do was just my perspective, you know. And I think most of our time, whatever your situation is, which is your perspective. And what I really thought was, I thought, you know, my wife Suzanne was a disciple, so I thought it's not bad news for her; she's in heaven. For me, I got the church. I got, you know, God's gonna take care of me. So there's really no downside to this whole situation. Uh, and that's really the way I looked at it, you know. And uh, I felt like, hey, you know, I mean, obviously it's not what you want, but it just depends on your perspective. Uh, I think it's important. Um, but what you need to do is trust God and then try to have the kind of perspective that joyful. I can still be content. I can still take a time here. We're going to talk a little bit about contentment. But I mean, I think that's what we can. And one of the things that one of the scriptures in Matthew six thirty four really this is one that I really remember going through the month that because it was you know part of the one of the good things that all that experience helped me was to get more in touch with my emotions. But you know there were times when you know. Up and down. But each day was sort of like, you know, there's hope, no, there's no hope, no, there's hope, you know what I mean? And, and so Matt, I, re- I really remember Matthew 6.34, that time, uh, reading this, that therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow, that really helped me 
that month. Because I just decided, you know what, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring us. All I know is I've got to be, take whatever God gives me today and make it. So today's a good day, amen. I really felt like I, I, I learned that lesson and I kept it through my life. You know, and all the challenges that, that I've gone through in the, you know, since that point. You know, when Mary and I, you know, eventually got married, I really tried to say, I'm not going to worry about things until I have to plan. It's not that you don't plan for the future. You know, I mean, uh, but there's so many times, and I, you know, probably in your own life, you worry about stuff that, hey, what about this? What about that? And you, oh, you know, it's like, I say, we're not going to worry about that until we actually have to worry about it, okay? And you're still going to have things you got to, you know, pretend to worry about. But there's a lot of things that you really don't need to worry about that are never going to come to pass. As being a single parent, or what's the is, or you know, what about this? What if I never get married? Or what is this? All these things that Satan can use to really stress us out or make us worry. Where a lot of them are never even gonna. That scripture really helped you. Uh, I what God gave you today. Because like, when you really think about it, none of us are promised tomorrow. So what you know, and that's what I think God is trying to get us to see is that you know, don't miss out on all the great blessings I've given you right now. And so the 
the uh, sermon that day was on friendship, you know, and I was just blown away. And I thought, crying out loud, what's this? What kind of life is this for the kids? You know, what am I doing with <laughs> my life? And, you know, um, so I started studying the Bible. I got baptized two weeks later. Um, we actually went to a party, a Christmas party, in one of the brothers' houses near kind of where I lived. And David Suzanne, Suzanne were there with the baby, with Sean. And he was like two weeks old. And so I'm like, oh, cute baby, you know, really nice. And, um, and, stuff. and actually, about a month later, the brothers moved out. I moved in with another single mom. And then when we, after we got married, we lived in that house for about five more years. Five more years or something like that. So, you know, when I look back, I think, crying out loud, you know, God was working during that whole time, you know, and um, it really helps me to look back and see all of those things and remember how God just put everything on. And then, you know, Isaiah, it says, uh, 55 verse 8, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. You know, and that all of the things that he's done in my life, I could not see from the, from the front, you know. And, um, you know, just the fact, when we really sit down and think about how God brought us together and our kids together, and it's so obvious that God was in control of that situation. Um, I wasn't really bitter when I got divorced because I sort of, I, I was the one that left. Um, I actually felt free and, and it, I think, in a way. Um, so, so I wasn't bitter with God either. But after I became a Christian, you know, um, I kind of started dating. I was older, I was in my late 30s. And I, I kind of looked around and thought, okay, you know, not for me. So, you know, I remember really wrestling with that and thinking, okay. So I finally got to the point where I said, okay, you know what? If I'm single the rest of my life, and that's fine with me. You know, I can just, I can be happy, you know, and I'll raise the kids and, you know, I'll just be happy. That's okay. And then, like, the next Sunday, Dave asked me out on a date. So I felt like, okay, God was just waiting for me to surrender and just say, okay, are you ready for me to work, you know? Um, but I think it's so funny, and, and Dave, will, if we have time, I'll tell another story about just how much God um, works so differently, you know? Because I was praying for me and my kids, and he was praying for him and his kids, and little did we know that our answered prayer would be together, you know. So it's just sort of, um, but I think it's just really that surrender to God, to what he wants us to do. Um, staying thankful, being content, staying joyful, um, you know, and really staying in there. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much time we're going to have, but, you know, the, the, the other one I talked about was really serenity. I'm going to go through these quickly because I don't know how much time we have. Things, there's three scriptures that I think you've got to trust in the training you've given. That is two, verse 7 through 8. That's about, it's directed to young men, but it's a partly that our kids are example of sleeper. Every second Timothy 2, 23, verse 25, it says, Those who oppose him, you must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them. Now, mostly, I think, you know, we're talking about a kid that's here that really, you know, we got four kids. Three of them have been baptized, one hasn't. But one of our, you know, our daughter has been baptized, but she's not super strong. They're not really where she needs to be. And our, 
so we've got to uh, trust that, you know, God's going to work. And, and I want to well, tell a quick story. You know, our, our, one of our sons that became a Christian, just, my point here is that don't be afraid because that really helps him build the kind of convictions. That our son is our middle one. He, you know, went to church, you know, wasn't a disciple, but, you know, well, real, you know, married sister in the church. You know, she just came about, I was unbelievable that that was like the worst weekend of our life. You know? Still remember <laughs> And because, you know, the, the, the woman, so it was unbelievably challenging, unbelievable. But as a result of, you know, what happened was, I mean, I mean he, the brother, he was not happy out of town for the weekend. He came back, he basically picked up everything, left school and moved to Orange Down there. He studied, became a Christian. To make a long story short is, his girlfriend at the time became a Christian later. Yeah. Uh, still in Reno, they're, you know, they're really humble. I mean, it was unbelievable. The total transformation. And now, you know, he's, he's one of the campus men. I mean, if you knew him, you know. But my point is, is that, I don't know, but God can use those things. For me, when, when I went going through that, it was so hard, but I remember thinking, you know what, God, I don't want him to be, I want to become a Christian, but I want to become a strong Christian. Yeah. I don't want to become one of those Christians that, you know what I mean, it's always kind of like hanging on the edge or whatever. I want to be, you know, whatever you got to do, however hard it's got to be, I want to get a new one because I want yeah. to be strong. Yeah. It's hard on us. Right. But it's not right, though. Well, I appreciate you guys. I know we got to run. Uh, great great time. Susan, great Praying for your adults. Oh, okay. Awesome. Love you. Yeah. Because it talks about praying for them and all of these, you know, each chapter sounds like a kid and a different situation. I mean, it's really very comforting that their prayers can make a difference, you know. Yeah. It's really a good book